When I was a teenager, I loved knowing and keeping secrets. It made me feel important. It made me feel special. It made me feel valued. But that's the best kept secret. Regardless of what or who you know, you are important. You are special. You are valued. This is your little dose of inspiration to remind you who you are and who you are. <laughs> it's me, Liv, and I am a student of the word, a lover of life, and your big sister friend, Auntie Mentor, who loves to talk and laugh even more. I am coming to you with some of the best kept secrets life has to offer. Let's talk. Hey y'all, it's me Liv and I am so excited that you are here. This has been a long time coming. <laughs> I first received the inspiration, the word from God to create a podcast with the name The Best Kept Secret about a year and a half ago, but I didn't have the bandwidth to support this opportunity. I didn't have the emotional space. I didn't have the physical space within my schedule and it just wasn't a good time. But the Lord has kept this opportunity at the front of my mind and it came to a point where I could not even sleep without thinking of this podcast in December of 2020. So <laughs> here we are. I am here for it and I hope you are as well. Go on and click subscribe so that we can enjoy conversations week to week to week that inspire us to discover some of life's best kept secrets. Proverbs 25.2 tells us that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search it out. I don't know if you are familiar with this verse or not, but it's one that I heard in the movie One Night with the King. And if you've not seen that movie, you need to see that movie. It is about Esther and just her relationship with the king. But in this, she actually talks about this particular scripture and what it means to her. And so I hope that we can come together to just find out these mysteries to life that the Lord has hidden within each and every nuance of it and that we can encourage each other to keep pressing forward within our own individual faith walks because he is so good and he loves us so much that he wants the very best for us. I don't know what you've heard. I don't know what you believe, but I want you to know that God is for you. Hear me say that again. He is for you. In fact, Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that he has plans for us, plans of peace and not of evil, plans to give us a future, plans to give us a hope. I want you to go and look that verse up. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. It is going to encourage your heart. And I want you to remember that he has those plans in 2021. <laughs> those plans still 
remain. Those plans will prevail. Those plans will pursue you. So lean into them, sis. Today, I really want us to talk about disappointment. And that seems as if it's a weird subject to start out with in the new year, but 2021 has produced a lot of disappointments for a lot of us. And it's time to talk about it so that we can move forward. If you did not know, Jesus can use disappointment. He can use discouragement. Romans 8.28 tells us that he will cause all things to work out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Disappointment, discouragement, are not outside of those limits. He has no limits. He is a limitless God. And so I can thank him for the disappointment. I can thank him for the discouragement because it helps us to press into his presence further. It helps us to develop a new dependency upon his strength that we do not find in times of celebration and success. I know that you may be feeling disappointment, you may be feeling discouragement in some areas of your academic career, in some areas of your profession, in some areas of your ministry, your business, or even your relationships. And I am here to encourage you because this is going to work together for your good. The first secret that I want us to uncover is that you are not alone. Let's say it again. You are not alone. If we believe that Jesus is for us, if we believe that he loves us, if we believe that he died and rose for our sins so that we might have a relationship with him for all of eternity, then we also believe that we have an enemy of our souls who would like nothing more than to distance us from the truth. Our God is the way, the truth, and the life. And the truth that he brings is that his relationship bridges the divide that we feel when our disappointment and discouragement begins to set in and distance us from others and from him. Sis, you are not alone. This is something that I wish that I'd learned early on in my life because I experienced a lot of rejection and very honestly, it's always been difficult for me to connect with others throughout time because of a lot of different things that I experienced, a lot of transitions that I went through. And I've always defaulted to this belief that I'm alone, that I have to navigate it by myself, that I have to figure it out, that I have to work harder. And the truth is that that can become incredibly overwhelming when you don't feel as if you have enough, when you don't feel as if you matter, when you don't feel as if you are valuable and that you do bring hope to others, that you do encourage and inspire their lives just as they hopefully inspire yours. It can be really hard to find peace. It can be really hard to find joy. It can be really hard to find a reason to continue living when you feel as if you're all alone. 
It's something that I know all too well. And it's the best kept secret that we're going to uncover. You know, the truth is that I may not know exactly what you're experiencing. Your mama may not know exactly what you're experiencing and neither may your best friend. But that doesn't mean that we cannot be here for you. It doesn't mean that we can't provide an ear for you to speak to. It doesn't mean that we can't provide a heart to hear yours. It doesn't mean that we cannot help you press into God's presence and pray for you. It does not mean that we can't reach out to you with a kind word and some accountability to help you get up when you need it most. I have been through so many transitions within my academic career. You know, I went to five different elementary schools, two different middle schools, and four different high schools, and that was really hard. So I know what it's like to have a hard time transitioning from academic space to academic space. I know how hard it is to make new friends, how disappointing it is when you realize you actually weren't as close as you thought you were when you encounter a transition. But I want you to know that I get it on some levels, but I haven't been through distance learning as a student. I don't know what it's like to fulfill your senior year in high school from a computer. I don't know what it's like to spend half of your semester in college at home and the second half of your semester in college at school. It still doesn't mean that I can't be here for you. It still doesn't mean that I can't listen. It still doesn't mean that I can't support you through this. You are not alone. So regardless of what you're experiencing in this moment, I hope you know that I am here for you, that you have a couple of people within your inner circle, within your space that also want to support you and want to speak strength into you if only you would let us. Before we close this first podcast out, we cannot, <laughs> we cannot close it out without prayer because we still have limitations and there will be times that we won't be able to be here for you, but we serve a limitless God who is never far away from you, who is always, always always looking down on you and mindful of you and who is present at all times. Sis, he is an omnipresent God, meaning he is everywhere at once. He is an omniscient God, meaning he knows all things at once. And he is an omnipotent God who holds all power in his hands at once from the beginning of time, from everlasting to everlasting. He is God and it is that same God. It is that same savior. It is that same spirit that loves you and will continue to pursue you. It is he whom we pray to today. Let's bow our heads and open our hearts with a posture of humility to ask him to respond on our behalf. My God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for who you are. I thank you, Lord God, for how you love, how you, Lord God, lead us, and how you are ever present to help us through everything. My God, your word tells us that you know 
how we have been tempted in everything. And yet you were without sin. That temptation never overwhelmed you, but oh, it feels overwhelming to us in this moment. That temptation to wallow in our disappointment and to grow apathetic to everything within our future sometimes seems incredibly overwhelming and intimidating and stifling and paralyzing. But we know that you have overcome this world and everything within it. So right now in the name of Jesus, Jesus, we ask that you begin to overpower our disappointment. We ask that you begin to overwhelm our discouragement. And we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you fill us up with your hope, that you fill us up with your faith, that you fill us up with a new ability to trust in you and what you are doing in this season because you are not limited by anything that we are encountering within this world. You know, the word tells us not to dwell on the past. It tells us to forget the former things. It tells us that you are doing a new thing, that you are making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. It is in that scripture that we place our faith. God, we feel as if we are in the wilderness, but we know that you are making a way in the middle of it. We feel as if we are in the wasteland, but we know that you are making streams that will birth new life and that will nourish our spirits and everything that is connected to us so that we not only hallelujah, survive, but that we begin to thrive. I speak life over every person's academic career who is listening in. I speak life over every person's ministry, over every person's business, and over every person's relationship under the sound of my voice. And I thank you, Jesus, that your word has said, you shall live and not die. We take a hold of that and we choose to trust you in the middle of it all. My God, open our eyes to what you are doing and help us to see the new things that are springing forth. Help us to see how we can tap into it. Help us to see, Lord Jesus, that we are not alone, that there are others whom you have blessed us to do life with, that there are others whom you have blessed us to be an encouragement to, that there are others whom you have blessed us to lean on and find accountability in. And so it is for those people that we bless your name. And it is those people whom we ask that you connect us to, that you help us to open up with, and that you, Lord God, inspire, encourage, and strengthen our faith as well. You're a good, good God, and we worship you. We've come to the end of ourselves and we know that that is exactly where you begin to move. So we praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Our time has come to an end, but that doesn't mean our conversation has to. Let's connect on social media. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, and Clubhouse at Candid Live. And you can head over to CandidLive.com for exclusive content and 
a newsletter to sign up for so that you can continue to grow and develop. I am here to inspire creativity, confidence, and conversation in Christ Jesus. And I want you to know that you are loved. Till next time, talk to you later.